Happy Halloween! This week on Hot Girl Torah, Emily and I will discuss spooky Torah, ghosts and demons, Jews on Halloween, appearance, costumes, and tattoos. We can't wait for you to listen in. Wanted to say... Thank you to everybody for the huge support on our first episode. Yeah, it was like incredible amounts of support. We appreciate it. We have so much fun doing this. So like, we're just going to keep doing it. And if people like it, great. And even if people don't like it, who cares? This is so fun for me and Emily to do. Yeah, Um, we could. We honestly are. I speak for both of us, but we're so blessed, I think, to have such a great support network of people who are listening and and want to participate and everybody has offered to be guests so watch out for guests on the pod soon yes please um tag us when you guys listen by the way can't wait to have the guests can't wait to have a theme song uh big things coming big things we're excited to bring you along with us so this week i want to start by asking you emily what's something that you've been obsessed with over the past week because i definitely know that there's been some things that I've been obsessed with this past week. Um, but enlighten me. I want to, what's, how's your week been? Okay. Thank you for asking. Um, my week's been pretty excellent. Um, as every week is for me, um, my obsessions this week have been, um, the hamster song on Spotify. Uh, if you know it, it's like, Bada be da be bo bo be da be bo. You know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an yeah. old song. Yeah, but I've been pretty obsessed with it this week. And I've also, since the sun's been coming out this week, been pretty into my vipers. True. What about you? What have you been into this week? So I've been nonstop listening to the new Noah Khan album, Kahan mm-hmm. Khan. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I've been <laughs> nonstop listening to that. And I've also been really obsessed with writing everything down in my notes app. Okay, tell me more. Like, I've just been making nonstop lists in my notes app. Like, normally, I'm a, I am feel like there's, like, better ways to organize yourself than, like, the notes app. But I've just been, I've been writing everything on the like, notes app. Like, everything that happens to you, everything you have to do. Like, give me some- Like, ideas. everything, everything that I need to do pretty much maybe I just have a lot going on that I'm like I need I need everything in this but it's like I write like one to-do list that has everything I need to do for work everything I need to do for school everything I need to do for personal and it's just it's it's a lot so I've been obsessed with the notes app and the Noah Khan album wow Um, well I mean it seems like you're just being very organized which I like I think it's a good obsession okay fair enough for me when I play the hamster song walking down academic row um my friends tend to veer away. I hope that somebody comes up to you and is like, what song are you listening to? You know what? I hope so too. Maybe this weekend. It's a big that weekend. Would, that would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be. That would be. Um, so of course, Emily and I are recording this pre-Hollow weekend. Um, happy Halloween to all of you listening in on Halloween day. Um, But we have lots of fun, spooky Torah stuff and Halloween-related insight to share with you all today. So first off, I want to hear, Emily, what what you have brought to the table for this week. 
Thank you so much. Um, this week, I've brought to the table a Torah ghost story. Um, Ooh, spooky. I know, right? Ooh. Um, Halloween, all about ghosts and like spirits and stuff like that. I mean, it's the first thing that came to mind when I was thinking about what to bring to this episode. Um, and so, of course, I was like, okay, there's got to be ghost stories in the Torah. Like, there's ghost stories in every tradition um, of sorts. So I did some research and listen to this, okay? Here's what happened. In the first book of Samuel, in chapter 28, okay, King Saul really, really wanted to summon Samuel because he, like, recently died. Uh But he was like, no, I need Samuel to help me defeat the Philistines. So he approached a witch. Now, of course... This is another Halloween symbol. Also, we could talk about witches in Judaism. Love. Another time. Anyway, so King Saul approaches this witch and is like, hey, I need help, like, contacting the ghost of Samuel. Like, I need his help um, in fighting the Philistines. And she was like, okay, cool. Like, let's do it. And they did it, um, even though it was prohibited, like, obviously. Um, And the witch helped Saul... um, get in contact with the ghost of the prophet Samuel. And then Samuel helped King Saul defeat the Philistines. And there's a couple of different, so that's the base story. Is the witch female, like explicitly female? Yeah, explicitly female. She, her pronouns. So, yeah. So, um, so that's the base story. Just like a couple lines. And then like, obviously all the commentary. So there's one commentary that explains that like, there was actually no ghost that was raised from the dead instead the witch just fooled king saul into believing that she was conjuring up samuel's spirit but she actually didn't because she was an evil witch of course um in contrast though two other rabbis made the commentary that like while normally we don't really talk about dead people appearing in this world or ghosts or spirits in judaism um king saul actually experienced like a really unique miracle um and that this was actually like a a real life like ghost interaction for them um and so when we look at all the commentary put together like the one who says that there's no ghosts and then the other two who say that there actually was a ghost all three of them agree that like in general in Judaism dead people remain remain among the dead and don't come back to the world of the living as ghosts um but like of course in more mystical traditions like considering Kabbalah this story is like pretty much taken as a clear interaction of the dead and the living um not something that we're supposed to do but proven proven possible I say with air quotes according to this story so overall this story teaches us in the commentary that although ghosts might exist it's not really part of our tradition to contact them or be interested Mm -hmm. in uh, having them in our world. Um, it's happened before, but it likely will not happen again, according to the story and the rabbi's commentary. What do you think? Interesting. I feel like you could even look at it like completely differently. Like, I wonder if there's any commentary that says, well, did did Samuel like actually help him defeat the Philistines or was it more of like Samuel's strength was given to king solomon or is it king solomon or king saul so was um 
maybe the like the power of Samuel was King Saul like felt that in his body through the witch. Like when I when I read that, I'm like, okay, obviously ghosts aren't don't exist. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe not so obvious to some people, but to me, I don't think that ghosts exist. I would interpret that as being like, okay, maybe the witch was like a therapist of some sorts or like a psychic, <laughs> like a modern day psychic of some sorts that True. sort of allowed King Saul to like see Samuel in himself and then have the courage to defeat the Philistines. Very interesting. I could see that because like what happened, why Saul wanted to talk to Samuel was just to receive advice on the battle in defeating the Philistines. So like he basically like had attempted to consult with God and had attempted to consult with other like important people in the army. And none of them gave him like uh really like advice he felt good about. So he was like, oh, Saul just died. I wish he was alive. Let me ask him. So he just went for advice, really. So what if the witch was like, I'm communicating with Saul in my mind, but she wasn't actually. Yeah, but all she was doing was maybe the witch all along was the one who helped King Saul like defeat the Philistines by like giving him the advice that she presented as coming from Samuel. So true. I actually think that connects really well with the story that I was going to bring today Um, in a different lens. um, I'm so there's a character in in the Hebrew canon um, called Lilith. So Lilith was actually in um, a writing called Ben Sira, which didn't actually make it into the like biblical canon, but is like a Hebrew a Hebrew text that was like known around like the Jews. Um, and she was like a demon woman, uh, but like is portrayed as like a seducer and is portrayed as like very sexy and like um, I I read somewhere that when she's depicted in like drawings, she's depicted as literally the word that they used was voluptuous which i think is <laughs> hilarious uh, especially awesome. um it, i it's just it's so funny it's so like demonizing of like sexy women um but there's commentary on it or so in ben sira she's she's referred to as the first wife of adam uh sort of she was created not from adam like eve was created from the rib of Adam, but Lilith was actually created from the earth as well, directly after the creation of Adam. That's what it says in the book of Ben Sira. Um, and it says that they immediately began to fight over who would be on top during sex, which I think is so fascinating. <laughs> and Lilith, so it's so funny. Lilith says to Adam, she goes, we are equal to each other in as much as we were both created from the earth. And I think that's so fascinating mm-hmm. and it's totally connected to like this, the witch story that you brought because it's like, okay, she's a, a woman who was created from the same way that Adam was created. And this story of her is that she simply like asserted her like equality to Adam and then is like demonized in further like commentary and text that she is like a woman who like seduces men and uh like kills them and is like this terrible horrible like demon person uh it says that she's uh in isaiah it says that lilith is a dweller in waste places 
because like mm-hmm. lol like it sounds like she's like a rat like yeah okay. like literally in sewers yeah <laughs> which is just like for she's meant that's the one time she's mentioned in the actual hebrew canon in the book of isaiah and then in ben Sira, she's mentioned the story of her being adam's first wife um and then in mishnah in the commentary it says uh there was a rabbi who made commentary that she was like the Lilith is like sexual danger um, quote. It is forbidden to sleep in a house alone. And whoever sleeps in the house alone, a Lilith seizes him like saying as if like a single man. Right. Often well, seduced is like the woman is like demonized for like seducing a single man, which I think is interesting. And there's, there's so much we could talk about in terms of like, women in the bible and like women in historical judaism but like with these two stories in particular um there's something about the fact that they're being like de- like literally demonized um, yeah like actually like called, characterized like, as demons <laughs> like literally <laughs> characterized as a demon or a witch yeah um though for different reasons i mean yeah for different reasons one of in your story totally. it's she's giving the advice she's like contacting the dead yeah right contacting the yeah. dead giving the contacting the dead in quotes and then in my story like demonized for i guess being a sexual a sexual woman yeah yeah what are, wow. what are your thoughts i mean that's just like i didn't really think about that story um like I think I maybe would have thought to bring it up to this episode like because of Halloween and demons but honestly thinking about the story it can apply so heavily to when we talk about like sex in the Torah like in general when we talk about sex in between um uh figures in the Torah having sex and engaging in sexual activity like that is just a great first example honestly like adam's first wife is the earliest it gets the fact that it is uh characterized or written as in ben sira as supposedly the earliest sexual encounter um if not one of um is super interesting like we talk about sex all the time in judaism and i've never heard this story when we talk about the topic I mean, even connected to Halloween, I think it's interesting because she is demonized and characterized as sexy. Um, And I think that's like to demonize a woman for being sexy or for being like interested in sex or for like being, you know, as she's characterized as like curvy. Mm -hmm. I think that there's that's. I don't know that's totally I think that's wrong um and in connection with Halloween I mean we like I think women have so much pressure on Halloween to dress in a certain way um totally I I very much see that in um like societal pressure although I don't personally believe in it nor adhere to it Um, (laughs) absolutely in light of that, what what are you dressing up as for Halloween, Emily? So I have four nights, four nights of Halloween to prepare for. Of course. Tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, and Monday. A typical college student. Of course. Um, Sunday's a rest day. Of course. 
Um, and so I only have one costume. That you're going to wear for all four nights? All no, three nights? just like one so far. Okay, what is it? For any of the nights. Um, it's a t-shirt, uh, Men's XL, that says, pretend I'm a banana on it. <laughs> That's all. I love that. I love that. And I'll be carrying a yellow rabbit around. Why? Just for fun? Yeah, because like banana. Because it's the same color as a banana? Yeah. Okay. Is the shirt black or yellow? Yeah, Yeah, it's black. (laughs) Okay, so it's black and it says pretend I'm a banana. In yellow. Love. Thank you. That's amazing. And you should wear that all, all all the nights. I might wear it all the nights. So Um, I have like a few ideas. I feel like every year I've done, or the past couple of years, I've done something like super, not to sound like a narcissist, but super iconic. Um, What was, so last year I didn't do Halloween. The year before that I was Katy Perry, but it was funny because it swiped to a photo of me being Katy Perry in middle school with like the picnic editing on the picture that's funny and that was funny the year before that I hmm, was what was I oh I was Dora the Explorer and my caption on Instagram was when your phone autocorrects Dora to or Dara to Dora oh that's good which was really funny and then the year before that I was I was Kylie Jenner which was pretty funny love Um, I just feel and I feel like I, I like needed to continue to like top myself but I it's like it's okay I need to put less less pressure less pressure on myself for Halloween it's not that big of a deal yeah that is something I am working through um (laughs) but so I have one costume that's like silly and one costume that's like pretty basic like one of the nights I'll be a butterfly which is cute like I'll have a cute pink dress whatever um and then I guess by the time this episode comes out we'll know what my decision is if I'm gonna end up wearing it or not um but my friend is being Velma and I was like oh what other Scooby-Doo character should I be and I was like oh it would be so easy comfortable and hilarious if I was Shaggy absolutely yes so I bought the stuff for Shaggy and I am debating whether or not to wear it um those are my Halloween costumes and in connection with you know what we were just talking about with like the whole thing with like Lilith demonizing that Mm. she's like sexy it's like the whole thing is like I can believe I am hot and I can believe I'm sexy like no matter what it is I'm wearing and that's gonna show and that's gonna be apparent totally in like who I am as an individual so I'm excited to see what you decide yeah I'm really looking forward to it I like you know when we do episodes or we record before a weekend and then we get to connect and debrief (laughs) after (laughs) I know because it's like we're all it's like it's it's all real this is our real lives and we're all we're both working through stuff as this happens and as hot girl Torah does it connects this to what's going on in our going on in our lives so I'm I'm working through feeling absolutely confident and regardless of what it is I'm wearing because I know that me as an individual is like and me and me as an individual and regardless of what clothes I put my body in is sexy is confident like is a superstar so um that's that's who I am and if I end up making the choice to wear something else it's gonna be because I've like evaluated 
why I'm making that choice and if I'm going to feel more happy and excited about wearing the butterfly both nights or, you know, so maybe I'll do that, but we'll see. If I want to like really go for the bit, like it would be shaggy, but. Totally. I like that. I'm looking forward to finding out. (laughs) I'm excited too. So do, I think this brings us to our next question is do Jews even celebrate Halloween? Like, is that, is that an okay thing that we're doing? Right. Um, Well, I mean, I was just going to bring that up because clearly we are two Jews and clearly from what we've talked about already, we are celebrating in some sort of way, engaging in celebration um, this weekend. And um, I think it's like an urban myth, low key, that Jews like can't celebrate Halloween, but it's also like not a myth because it's true. Um, Because in the Torah, Uh, We are forbidden to partake in what's called, in quotes, Gentile customs or basically Mm -hmm. any customs that are not our own, um, which is a prohibition written in written in Leviticus. Um, And it says that we're not allowed to partake in any non-Jewish worship per uh, the Ten Commandments, talking about idolatry um, and Halloween having both backgrounds in a custom that is not ours and having associations with other idolatrous uh, traditions is deemed forbidden for us. That being said, like Halloween is uh, American at this point, in my opinion. And if we are applying Judaism to our secular lives, which is what we aim to do uh, every episode and both of us every day, then Mm -hmm. like, why not? have fun use the reason to celebrate like an excuse to go out why not um yeah as we know what's going on and we're talking about it it's no issue it's I don't I don't even connect it to like the original meaning I think that it had which like some people do and I think that's totally fine if that's like mm-hmm. your choice and you're comfortable with it and and I think for Emily and I we've sort of don't see Halloween as a an idolatrous experience which to me definitely not um totally more about like fun fun time to like alter your appearance I mean what do you think about like some people's argument against Halloween is that you're like aggressively altering like your appearance and it's like oh everyone like we were all made in like the divine image or the Mm -hmm. image of god so it's like why would you go out on a night and completely like wear a costume i mean i guess like that's what we're supposed to do on forum too yeah like take take a take on um an identity of someone else why like what does that mean about your own identity and what you think of yourself right 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 which like i feel like your costume is like not it's not like that's you like exactly that's that. how you do it right that's you wear you that it. on like a regular basis and I it's like so it would be so silly and me to dress up as shaggy that like I'm leaning towards it but who knows I think you should do it you can always pretend you're dressing up as me to be honest it's not that far off I mean I'm gonna wear like a I'm gonna be like a green crop top and like brown pants do it that's awesome we'll and it would make for great pictures yeah I think the pictures I'm like really hyped up about, um, like the Instagram, mm-hmm. like it would just be like, LOL. Yeah, it would be so good. <laughs> In connect connected to like altering your image and like dressing up as other people, like we're all made in the 
image of God. I think I, I have been thinking recently about getting a second tattoo. Mm. Well, I guess second and third because they would be in two different spots, but they're like connected. Tell um, me more. I already have one tattoo that I really love. Me and my bestie got matching ones like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and my next one would be the like full quote is um, it was said of Rabbi Simcha Bunem, an 18th century Hasidic rabbi, carried two slips of paper, one in each pocket. One was inscribed with a saying from the Talmud, for my mm-hmm. sake, the world was created. And the other he wrote. Um, a phrase from our father Avraham in the Torah, I am but dust and ashes. Um, so the tattoo would be like on one side, it would say, I am but dust and ashes. And on the other side, it would say, the world was created for me or for my sake, the world was created. I'm so into that. And I would like, I would personally get that tattoo. That's like one oh of my God. favorite Jewish teachings. No, yeah. it's it's a hundred percent one of my favorite teachings. And there's, again, there's so much we could talk about with like what that means and what that says. And maybe that'll be for a future episode. But for now, we're going to talk about the meaning and sort of why I think, and in connection with like, why do we celebrate Halloween, even though it's like technically sort of prohibited and so many Jews get tattoos and so many Jews don't keep kosher. So many Jews eat pork. It's like, why do we feel like we can pick and choose? sort of which things we follow and which ones we don't. Um, And I think that that's just because like Judaism like really allows us to do that and gives us the, gives us both sides of the debate, every situation. Um, So it, it, this, the reason that Jews don't get tattoos really is from Leviticus also, which says, you shall not make gashes in your flesh for the dead or incise any marks on yourselves. I am the Lord, yeah. um, which the gashes, flesh, like that marks on yourself have always been translated to mean like tattoo or Rashi said, the biblical commentator Rashi said, that that phrase refers to like a permanent unerasable writing or something engraved onto your skin Mm -hmm. Um, and it also was a way to like distinguish jews from like idolatry religions which the same as like the anti like halloween thing is a lot of these laws were to either like keep jews like safe and healthy which is why the all the kosher laws exist and then um the a lot of the other laws were to separate us from like pagan religion or like idolatrous religions totally and that lines up exactly with halloween exactly pagan and idolatrous traditions right so like which a lot of those religions like involved like tattooing or marking the skin so of course the jewish leaders at the time didn't want people to do that because want them to stay as like a separate group and you know I can I still feel like I can have my strong Jewish identity and still be you know uniquely identifiable as a Jewish person even though I would have a have a tattoo um it's also interesting because in Isaiah there is um they're talking about the story of Jacob uh becoming becoming renamed Israel and they Say, and it says like shall mark on his arm of the like it says like he will make a mark on his arm um, oh. which is interesting 
Yeah. Since we are sort of said to have been made in God's image, I read online somewhere that some people read that as meaning to say, like, we are our bodies or our beings are like on loan from God, mm-hmm. which I think is an interesting take. Um, but I sort of take it to mean like we are created um, from all of the the knowledge and ability that God sort of has given to us um, and that we can can utilize that endless ability to do what we you know want to do and connect how we feel how we how connects us the most um, I think for me getting a tattoo that connects me to my religion and and those words that mean so much to me um, like celebrates the connection that I have to Judaism and the connection I have to like the quote and that how that speaks to like perspective and stuff like that I agree I mean it's something we talk about all the time that like um for example when it comes to drinking alcohol or like anything that you do that alters your mindset or your appearance like you have to be doing it with like the intention to um do something good with it or like something positive with it and if a tattoo is like really meaningful to you or to me I mean I recently got one too um then who are we to not like engage in that and deny ourselves the pleasure of like having something super awesome on our bodies um forever that we personally really like like what's to keep us from doing that I just think it's like a a way to like celebrate who you are um and celebrate your appearance um I I think like altering there's a lot that could be said about like altering your appearance in terms of like plastic surgery or makeup or like costumes on Halloween but it's like I think if you're doing it with the an intention that like makes you happy and like you know I mean it all goes back to of course like what Halloween costume am I gonna wear of course Um, but if you're like making the choice with the knowledge that you're gonna be like happy and comfortable and maybe even more comfortable in who you are as a person, mm-hmm. then like that's the right choice for you. Totally. I agree. I like this little Halloween discussion we've had. It's nice. It's celebratory. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, I need to decide my third costume. On Monday night, I'm going to uh, to the Wizards versus Sixers. So go Sixers. Go Sixers. So true. Go Philly. Uh, obviously, go Philly. I uh, need to decide what I'm going to wear for that experience, but that'll be fun too. It's yeah. just another night. Like I have a million nights in my life to make fun. And if this one's not the most fun, then it's okay. Exactly. I always say that to like my friends who are debating whether to go out or not. I'll say mm-hmm. like every weekend's the same. You're going to be okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. You don't need to feel like a sort of pressure to make it something that it's not. Yeah, like go out if you want. Don't if you don't want to. You're not going to miss anything. Awesome. Well, I can't wait for Halloween. Me too. Can't wait to share updates. Yeah, me too. Thanks for listening to Hot Girl Torah. We can't wait to see you next time. Make sure to follow at Hot Girl Torah on Instagram for our latest updates. See you next time.